0: No Kirill Caprizoff, no Jonas Brodeen, no Jewel Erickson Eck, no Jared Spurgeon, no Cam Talbot, no Alex Goligoski, no Brandon Duhame, no Jordan Greenway, no Nick Bugstad. No problem. The Minnesota Wild steal one against the Washington Capitals on Saturday. We recap that with Alex Micoletti plus the Wild's roster moves and how Dean Evison got Kevin Fiala to go from scapegoat to actual goat. We take a look at all of that today on Locked on Wild. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Lockdown Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen every day. Just as a reminder, Lockdown Wild is available wherever you listen to podcasts and is available anytime you want to listen. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, we recap the Wild's wins against the Boston Bruins and the Washington Capitals over the weekend. We take a look at a flurry of roster moves that the Wild have made to start off the week and uh, look ahead to uh, what the Wild have coming up next, as well as some interesting things that Dean Evason did down the stretch against the Capitals. So a full episode today with Alex Micheletti. My name is Seth Topol, host of of Lockdown Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer now at the helm of Lockdown Wild. Happy to have you along on a Monday edition of the show, a victory Monday as the Wilds played over the weekend against the Washington Capitals and got a win. So here to help us on also a Micheletti Monday. So I guess a victory Micheletti Monday is probably the best way to do it. Alex Micheletti is here. Alex, what's happening?
1: Not too much. Yeah. I like, uh, like, like the ring to that one. No, that, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Incredible. Uh, two game stretch for, for the wild. Uh, no one would have ever thought with, with all the injuries that they would um, pull it off. And I, uh, uh, you know, I tweeted out the, this team doesn't quit. They battle uh, no matter who they lose, you know, even if it's uh, their best player um, they continue to fight and just incredible. The, the second game, the Capitals game for sure. It was like, oh my goodness! And they, this team, when they pull the goalie, it's they just <laughs> they <laughs> they just elevate their game to a whole another whole another level. And you see Zuccarello get that game tying goal, and just just incredible. What more can you say?
0: Uh it was you know it's the perfect storm with both games. I mean, the Bruins game we had no idea what to expect because yeah. uh, they had just played in the Winter Classic. Uh, shorthanded, ended up losing six to four, which prompted the uh, the ESPN crew for that Bruins game to uh, kind of take some shots at the wild. but then obviously they responded. Matt Boldy gets his first career goal in his hometown with his family in the seats. Capo Kakaden was great. and then the wild followed that up with an encore against the Washington Capitals, who are one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference as you said, extra attacker, which is at this point basically like Aaron Rodgers seeing 12 defenders on the field. <laughs> it's just – it's as automatic as they go. And Wild get it to OT, end up winning in a shootout. Um, Of those two games, is there one that was more improbable than the other? I just – I think both have – just huge moments in each one, um, as you know, as I just alluded to. Um, but two very tough teams that the Wild just took care of business against.
1: I mean, look at the the star power on both teams. I mean, uh, Pasternak was going the entire game for Boston, and uh, you know it took a. Uh, uh, you know a Jonas Brodeen block there at the end uh, you know to keep keep that one from from getting tied up and uh, you know hope, hopefully brodeen didn't break anything but just yeah just insane and uh, and then for the most part against uh, against Washington they kept uh, Ovechkin quiet when everybody thought hey this is <laughs> this is the perfect game for for OV to you know, to, you know, have one of those just monster games. And for the most part, they, they kept them quiet which you know, which was, which was great. And, and couple what more can you say about, well, about the young Finn, uh, yeah. he, uh, he played great in both games and uh, was calm and collective, uh, you know, uh, you know, you know, especially, uh, you know, Boston, when they were trying to, uh, you know, tie it up late, they, they were, putting on so much pressure on him. And uh, when you're short-handed like that too, it just, it, it causes more, more chaos. Um, so um, job well done by, by the coaching staff too, to, you know, when you're shuffling in all those new players from Iowa and you got guys, are they going to play? Are they not going to play off COVID? And just it's, yeah, it's, it's insane. Um, and uh, you know, two, two teams that are not in the West and uh, you can, can show that, you can play with some of the top teams no matter which uh, conference they're in. So, yeah, good, really good test for, for the Wild.
0: Uh, Capo, just to, uh, to throw it out there, is uh, 65 out of his last 69 for saves over these two games. Have you ever seen an own goal in the capacity in which the Washington Capitals gifted one to the Wild? The delayed penalty on Ryan Hartman and so the Capitals are trying to hold the zone and uh, potentially score one of their own, and it's a bad pass that ends up just sliding. And it felt like an eternity. Like, the puck just just gliding through the zone, and it just casually goes into the wild net. And you could tell Capitals players on the ice at that point were just like, oh, boy, this this is not going to go well.
1: Yeah, I've never seen it in the NHL, which is crazy. We saw it a couple months ago in the wisconsin badgers go uh, go for a hockey college hockey game uh so that that was crazy seeing it then and for it to, for it to happen in the nhl is i've never i've never seen it um and so it just added to the chaos like like we've been talking about and and that and for it to be credited to flino for a milestone goal is even <laughs> even <laughs> wackier like yeah that's that's how you get a your 100th goal uh, just yeah it's uh, pretty crazy
0: the Wild have had uh, Brandon Duhame with with maybe the weirdest first goal in NHL history off of his stick to pick it up, and now Marcus Felino gets arguably the weirdest goal, probably of his career, for his hundredth. So yeah. it's just been that kind of a season for the Wild, but uh, nonetheless, um, they get the win. That's two wins in a row now, and you know they've been they were down nine players against the uh, the Capitals, and just
1: can we talk? Can we talk about that overtime and the shootout? Holy moly! the 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 amount of just highlights were just going crazy, uh, and the save by Washington uh, late there in overtime, and then Capo uh, and the shootout was just incredible. And uh, yep. got got kind of lucky there with Kuznetsov hitting the pipe, uh, but uh, you know shut down the door and uh, and Fiala just uh, uh, going pulling the Caprice off in the shootout. Uh, no. To, Ode to Krill um, and uh, Freddie Gaudreau. Um, who would have ever thought uh, he he sniped his too? So that was that was fun to watch.
0: Yeah, it was just it was an absolute blast. And we'll talk about Kevin Fiala a little bit later because he had, uh, he had a little bit of a <laughs> whirlwind game to uh, to say the least. But we'll dive into that a little further because Dean Evason just pulling all the right moves with this team over the last all season and uh, it's probably not more evident than these last two games in which you're down your two best defenders, you're down some of your best players on offense, and the Wild are just finding a way to get it done. And just It just speaks to the team-first mentality, and it's one thing to preach that as, um, as, a, as a team, as a franchise, as a head coach. It's entirely another thing to get everybody on the roster to buy in, and Wild have done that this year.
1: Yeah. He, I mean, he's always played uh, all four lines. He's never really shortened the bench and uh, you know, you saw in that Boston game too, Matt Boldy was playing late into the third period. And so, yeah, it's really, really cool that he trusts the young kids. You know, uh, you're, you're thrown right into the fire. Um, That's what he's telling, telling the boys and uh, (laughs) you, you know, welcome to the show. Welcome to the NHL. Um, Greatest, uh, greatest game. Yeah. you know, it's, it it, 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 that, you know, that's what, it, you know, it, it gives confidence to, to everybody on this team that, uh, um, that you can play and you, you don't have to be uh, worried about being a liability on the ice. And, uh, you know, I think that's why they're having so much success too is just believing in each other. And, uh, uh, you know, that next man up mentality um, is, is really showing and uh, um, yeah. What more, what more can you say? I mean, <laughs> Uh, exactly, like you said, Dean is pulling all the right moves. Uh, Billy G is making uh, the right decisions as far as call ups, and uh, yeah, you love love to see Matt Boldy scoring right away. And uh, um, Marco's gonna be there. You know, he's been a little bit quiet, yeah. but uh, um, you know, he's gonna be a good player in this league for sure.
0: Well, and there's, and, and I'll find I'll find the tweet before I mention it. But uh, obviously, with some of the roster moves made, um, Rossi was sent back down to Iowa, but. This is a luxury that the Wild have to be able to uh, to send a guy like that down, knowing that, okay, he got his first taste of NHL action. Now he can go back down to the AHL, continue to do what he's been doing, and just light it up so that then when he comes back the next time, whether it be later this year or next year full-time, he's going to be ready to rock.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's incredible. Um, it's going to be really fun. Uh, you know, especially as, as we continue uh, the season, or you know, um, you know, in the end the off season too, um, watching these young guys um, prepare to be full NHL um, players and uh, getting a uh, getting a chance for them to be on the same lines too, hopefully, because um, so, they've they've shown it uh, at at the AHL uh, level, and if they can translate it to the NHL level, just watch out. <laughs> And, um, you know, uh, like Billy G has talked about, uh, they need guys on cheaper contracts to uh, to perform just with the salary cap uh, crunches coming. And so, yeah, it'll be interesting. And, uh, you know, if they if they make a big splash at the trade deadline, too, uh, they know they have those young guys to, you know, to step up to or use as assets if need be, too.
0: now as we mentioned a lot of roster moves already for this week and that has led to a lot of confusion on Twitter on social media myself included so we're going to dive in we're going to get set the record straight on the moves that the Wild made because it it may seem like with um, Marco Rossi being sent down that Matt Boldy was as well turns out that's not actually the case so We'll talk about the roster moves, kind of a timetable for everybody to come back. Uh, it's, it's sooner than later, which is great. So we'll talk about all of that with Alex McLetty next here on Lockdown Wild. It is 2022, and that means that New Year's resolution season is upon us. And if you're looking to eat a little better or get yourself back in shape, there is no better snack to help you get there than a built bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar and maybe even a little better than a candy bar. Most built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, and 17 grams of protein while also being covered in 100% real chocolate. You can compare that to your usual Snickers, Twix, Butterfinger, Milky Way, which has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good and is good for you. That way, when you enjoy a delicious built Bar, you can almost count it as a workout. So head to built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off of your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild, and again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. Just as a reminder, once again, Locked on Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. South Topol joined by Alex Micheletti, and as we mentioned, there have been quite a few roster moves for the Wild uh, over the uh, the last 24 hours. Uh, the Wild sending Marco Rossi, Kyle Rau, and Hunter Jones back to Iowa, putting Matt Boldy and Andrew Hammond on the taxi squad. Uh, as Michael Russo notes, the Wild have days off today and tomorrow. We'll resume practice on Tuesday for their next game being on Friday versus Anaheim when they may get at least Eric Sinek off of IR. Greenway, Goligoski, and Duhame could also be back. As well. So, obviously, a lot of roster juggling for the Wilds. Um, there's a report this weekend, too, that Kirill Kaprizov may be closer to returning than we initially thought, and that there's actually hope that he could play on Friday, which, if that's the case, he is not human. He is legitimately an alien. Uh, and so. I, I guess we're gonna wait and see, but it seems like it's trending for him to actually be able to play.
1: Yeah, maybe that maybe that's why Frederick didn't uh, um, get fined or suspended. You know, sometimes they um, maybe. They- they have some more insider info than, uh, than, than what's led on. And so maybe that's why he got, got no suspension. And so, but, uh, yeah, curl, I mean, it looked just, it, it look every time you look at it, it looks, looks awful. And so, yeah, just uh, superhuman strength. Same with that too. Um, yeah, it's, it's incredible that he's going to be, uh, you know, fingers crossed, uh, back, uh, for Anaheim. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, this team just, you know, continues to juggle the roster and, uh, is winning. Um, so yeah, it's, just uh, it's incredible for sure.
0: Now the big thing, obviously a lot of people looking at the Matt Boldy move and saying, well, Hey, what the heck? He played well. Why are we sending him back down? So there's a lot of salary cap maneuvering that has to be done on a daily basis for any NHL franchise. And as Michael Russo pointed out on Twitter to more than a couple of people, Obviously, this is not going to be the set roster come Friday that there will be moves made throughout uh, the week, but it's more so just to make sure that the Wild are in compliance with the salary cap and it would not shock either me or you if Matt Boldy is back in the mix come Friday, depending on who is available to come back and who isn't.
1: Yeah, yeah, with the salary cap, it's just wild. I think uh, Tampa Bay um, they had to place somebody on waivers. Uh, I think it was Riley Nash or some somebody uh, to get cap compliant to get Kucherov back on the roster. I think they they literally have zero dollars in their salary cap right now, which is uh, which is insane. And I'm sure Vegas one cycle is on the team. They're going to have to do a lot of <laughs> uh, maneuvering of, of, of the salary cap to. Yeah, they're going <laughs> to hope someone gets a mysterious injury or something to, to get under the cap. But uh, yeah, um, the weird thing, too, um, that I don't think a lot of people know um, or like when they're speculating is that the taxi squad is, practices with the regular team. Uh, mm-hmm. So they're in St. Paul, so he's not he's not going anywhere. So if he they if they have to play him, they can take him right off the taxi squad and get him on the active roster. Uh, but like you said, it you know does come down the salary. And hey, they don't have a game till Friday too, so people. Can they don't <laughs> have to freak out right now because there's still a lot of time till Friday? And heck, we don't even know if the game will be played. You know, it's just with uh, with the COVID world, you just never know with uh, with positive cases if it's going to postpone games or not. The good thing is Anaheim is not in Canada uh, because you look and you know some more games were were canceled. Uh, Edmonton Jeez. Edmonton continues to get ravaged with COVID. Uh, yeah, they place a couple more guys in protocol, and I think. Uh, uh, the Devils' uh, uh, game is postponed tomorrow, so it's just uh, it's still lingering, and so uh, we just gotta hope for for games. And uh, it's nice for the Wild to get a little break here too, to um, get some guys rest up, and because uh, they need it. And um, this really, I think, is an advantage for Capo too, because um, you know if he has to be the man, continue to be the man. He gets uh, some more rest um, because yep. I don't know if they want to put Hunter Jones or the Hamburglar in a game. Uh, I don't think they're they're ready to be an NHL goalie. Kapo, at least as has shown and has um, experience too. So, yeah, it's uh, you know it's it's an advantage to to have a little bit more time off. I think.
0: So the Wilds uh, they play as we mentioned Friday against the Ducks, and then after that it will be. Uh, Monday against Colorado on the road, and then the Wild have a back-to-back home-road split against the Chicago Blackhawks at Chicago on Friday the 21st, and then home against the Blackhawks on the 22nd as part of Hockey Day Minnesota. So um, I would imagine that, you know, depending on Cam Talbot's availability at that point, you probably go capo friday against anaheim then if talbot is back on monday you go him there and then you just alternate friday and saturday but uh, it remains to be seen it sounds like talbot was going to skate this week so hopefully he's getting close jared spurgeon it sounds like is going to skate this week so hopefully he's getting close this team is doing exactly what they needed to do and just ride out these injuries postponements have helped but now we're going to start to see guys come back. And, um I mean, I I don't even know what the number is for games that Jewel Eriksson-Eck has missed. But compared to what it could have been, I think it's substantially less. And same with Spurgeon, same with all these other guys. Wilds, despite all these games being postponed, which was super lame for people covering the sport, myself, you, um... Mm-hmm obviously best case scenario is that a lot of these games got pushed back so that Spurgeon and everybody else is available to play.
1: Yeah. I mean, the, the, the most amazing thing out of all these injuries is uh, are um, no one's no one's had surgery. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that's been incredible. I mean, there's been re aggravations of, of, of injuries, but nothing that has, um, you know, you know because with surgery that can knock you out months um and so um you know knock on wood that that continues and uh you know it's just um you know not not too bad at, uh um because uh, when you get when you get like months months worth of injuries that's when it can just be debilitating yeah um, and so uh especially to some of the just most important parts of this team and uh uh, we've talked about it with Cam too, um, you know, come come trade deadline too. They might need to try to find a veteran goalie um, that could be available just to have as an insurance policy, um, you know, because, you know, if he goes down, then it's like, do you trust capo in a in a playoff series uh we we haven't seen it so um, right. uh, if you could try to maybe find a a, a goalie uh, out there that has had playoff experience that that might be one of the things you look at and of course um center as we always talk about so um yeah um this the thing about this league you just have to ride the wave there's going to be so many ups and downs and uh it's the teams that can just fight through that adversity um you know come playoff time and uh you know raise a cup you look at tampa bay um they they uh they have fought through a bunch of injuries this season too and uh um and and guys in the playoffs too stephen Stamkos and so kucherov um you know points been hurt for for a while and so you just gotta you gotta ride the wave and uh um, you gotta have that strong coaching staff, strong leadership, and you can, couldn't ask for a better one, two punch with Dean Evison and, uh, and Billy G and, you know, Craig Leopold uh, will give all the resources needed, uh, to try to get a, a cup to St. Paul. Um, so everybody's on board and you, you know, you really love to see it.
0: Yeah. And we're going to talk next about a specific example of the coaching staff in particular Dean Evison, knowing which buttons need to be pushed, which buttons don't. Uh, But before we get there, I just wanted to point out, just for uh, continuing to recap the Capitals game's sake, um, the numbers for the Wilds, um, in particular, three different players. Uh, Ryan Hartman had 27 minutes of ice time, which was a career high for him. Uh, The Wild also got 25 minutes from Matt Zuccarello, who is great, and then 27 minutes from Matt Dumba. So... And again, another good thing that the wild don't play until Friday to give those guys a little breather because they just they just don't come off the ice, which is just it's just sweet
1: I mean you yeah, had forwards playing like top top line d pairing minutes uh which is just, yeah. just insane uh Zuccarello was buzzing the entire game, I thought um. Yeah, you know, he was mucking it up too. Tom Wilson, <laughs> and just, um, just, he was uh, he was all over the place. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. he's the smallest one of the smallest guys on the ice, and uh, um, yeah, he just he really stepped it up this week. I mean, especially in, in the Boston game too. That pass he made to Curl on his goal was just absolutely incredible. Um, you know, that's one, it it turned out to be one of the best things that Paul Fenton did was to get Matt Zuccarello. I mean, he had a really tough start to his wild career. Um, you know, didn't help that he got hurt, you know? And so, um, but, uh, yeah, he's, he's been a home run ever, you know, ever ever since. And, uh, he found that chemistry, uh, with, uh, with Hartman and, and and, uh, yeah, it's been a been a fun fun uh, line to watch, and I think uh, just with his playmaking ability, he's um, he's really made a difference for, for Ryan Hartman and uh, uh, with how many goals he's had. So yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's fun fun to watch that chemistry grow.
0: And a point per game guy uh, so far this year uh, with 27 points in 27 games. All right, we're gonna talk about uh, Dean Evison. Pushing all the right buttons to finish things off. Uh, that is next here on Lockdown Wild. BetOnline.ag would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue pushes to the playoffs here in 2022 and beyond. BetOnline.ag remains the number one spot for all of the best sports wagering action in 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code On to get the fun started. Everything from the NFL playoffs, the NBA, the NHL, boxing, and UFC, all the way to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2022 season. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline.ag where the game starts. Final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wild. Again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen every day. Seth Topol hanging out with Alex Micheletti on a Victory Micheletti Monday. Got it. Um, I want to talk about what Dean Evison did with Kevin Fiala um, during Saturday's game. Because it's a good example we talked about in segment one, in which it's one thing to, as a head coach and as a team and as an organization, preach the team-first mentality. It's another thing to execute it and to get the team to buy in. Obviously, if you watched on Saturday... You saw the fact that Kevin Fiala took three separate minor penalties in a 4-minute, 27-second span. And a lot of people were not particularly pleased about that, including myself, in which I tweeted out something to the effect of, just get Kevin off the ice. Uh, Dean was listening. He was reading. He saw my tweet, and he said, you know what? He's right. So Fiala got benched for, uh, for a minute. He, at one point, uh, was talking to one of the Wilds' assistants and uh, didn't like what he heard, so kind of slumped at the end of the bench. Um, it, gets, it gets more interesting. Here is what Michael Russo had to say. Dean Evason said he was fully prepared to not play Fiala again in Saturday's game, but Fiala had a private conversation with him during the third period. Told him he understood, and regardless of if he played again, he'd support his teammates. Dean said that meant a lot. Alex, what did Fiala end up doing the uh, the rest of the way after he was put back in the lineup?
1: I mean, he looked incredible out there. He was really buzzing, um, and uh, uh, you know, an ode to his injured teammate Krill, and gets uh, gets a shootout uh, uh, a winner, um, uh, and uh, that was it was incredible move and. uh, you know, that's what we love about sports too. Um, you can, uh, you can look like, uh, um, like you've, you've made your team lose the game and then, uh, get, re- seek redemption late. And, uh, um, yeah, he ended up being, uh, uh the hero. Um, so, ah, yeah, it's, it's incredible. Um, nothing like a little motivation, a little chip on your shoulder to prove people wrong too. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's fun, fun to see that. And, kevin's such a a player um you know people call him cocky um and uh um you know when he plays with some confidence he can really get things going yeah and so it's all about you know positive body language out there and uh and believing in yourself and uh improving that you can be you know one of the best out there a game changer and uh you know, he showed it in that shootout um, it was an incredible move on a on a young goaltender and uh, um, yeah it, it worked out and then Goudreau, uh shut it down too so that yeah, was awesome
0: and then we got to see Dean celebrate in the way that only Dean can by punching his assistants um, on the back of the bench just just the best Brilliant.
1: <laughs> and you know the other thing t- Harvey. <laughs>
0: the the other thing too and I completely forgot to mention this in one of mo- the more truly bizarre images of the entire season so far I have never seen a goalie make a save in the face-off circle, and yet Capo, I, I I know what he was doing because you either go out and you play that puck or you give Alex Ovechkin an opportunity to make a play on you, and Capo was like, no, we're not doing that. And so he goes out to play the puck, can't quite get it out there. And so makes a save in the face-off circle and is maybe 25 feet away from his own net. It, it was just it, – it was bizarre.
1: I love that no-contacts wild Twitter. Um, just because, like, <laughs> if you if you weren't watching the game or if you saw it the next day and you see Capo out that far, In in the best part is showing how much time was left, like six seconds uh, left in the game, and you're like – what is he doing? I've never seen anything like that. That late in the game, uh, you know, you know, they um, they lucked out, um, and uh, <laughs> thank goodness. Um, but uh, to even get a point in that game yeah. with how many guys are out in, against against Ovechkin, it's it's incredible. And the the fact that yeah, um, Ovechkin didn't uh, get. Uh, Get get one in overtime, <laughs> well, or 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 the shootout. Um, so yeah, what the, was up that, with that? That made no sense. I mean, Daniel Sprong was like a fourth liner. Um, why would you not have the uh, arguably the the best goal scorer of all time out in the shootout? made <laughs> Made no sense. Um, but um, yeah. <laughs> We'll take it.
0: So this is like this is just to kind of wrap up. This is me trying to get more into hockey. Is this is a legit question that I'm asking you. Is Ovechkin not a shootout guy, or is he just was he just passed over?
1: I you know, I think I think if, if Goudreau didn't make that one, I think he would have been next. Um yeah, that I makes think, sense. I think they were saving him. I uh, I don't know why, you know, they uh they made some, you know, Kuznetsov is amazing and in, in shootouts, but uh I mean, it's a, if even even if you're not going to use Ovi, I mean, you have John Carlson, you have TJ oshi like uh, Yeah. um <laughs> uh Nicholas Backstrom. They yeah, they have some tom Wilson I, some of the yeah, I was like, what um uh, so that was that was interesting for sure. <laughs> yeah, and
0: I know like oh, Oshie and I are, but um, yeah, and and I think
1: yeah, sorry, not Oshie, but uh, you know Backstrom. But even
0: even still, yeah. like the point stands in yeah. like if you if, if you're going to if you have a player of that caliber mm-hmm. and you make the decision, yep, we're going to save him for the absolute like need a goal part of the shootout. Probably not going to end up getting him in.
1: Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, just incredible. Um, you know, that was a team they you know they had lost the prior night against St. Louis too. So uh, they they made the interesting decision to start that young goalie, and so yeah, just uh, some some very odd moves by by Washington. For yeah, me. and
0: how'd you like to have a shutout streak ended by an own goal?
1: Yeah, <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, just incredible. I Goodness mean, gracious! <laughs> a tough, tough way to lose it.
0: Yeah, you hate to see it. But anyway, the Wild get the win. They've won two in a row. They're off till Friday. A lot of roster moves, but the thing to pull away from today's episode is that the Wild plays a team. Their coach demands the team first aspect of everybody, and everybody's bought into it. And so there's no reason to suggest that this can't continue, even with players out. But it sounds like we're going to get some people back by the end of the week. So. We'll keep you up to date on any more wild news as things tra- uh, as things progress throughout the week. And so now that your first listen of the day is done, make sure you head over to Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked on Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis from Lee Sterling. Locked on Bets is free and available on all podcast platforms just like Locked on Wild. Available wherever you listen to podcasts and available anytime you want to listen. So make sure to check us out. Also on all of our social media platforms as well. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We are keeping you up to date on all things Minnesota Wild. If a puck drops in the state of hockey, Locked on Wild has you covered with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of of the Locked On Podcast Network.